You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Five, six, seven, eight. Holla, boys and girls, it's the BGN. Coming from the Marvel world to the DC friends. All the way from Hollywood to the PCN. She defends everyone from sleazy men. Won't apologize for spitting Shonda Rhimes. The space that we make is never colonized. We're talking games and movies and actors. Words. Better shake your booties for Black Girl Nerds. Welcome to this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name's Angelica. I'm your host, and joining me as always is my lovely co-host Ryan. Say hey Ryan. Hello. Hi, everybody. Today, we will be discussing Insecure Season 4. We're going to recap a few of the episodes. Today, we're going to focus on the first three, Low-Key Feeling Myself, Low-Key Distant, and Low-Key Thankful. So just from watching these first three episodes, Ryan, like, what's your vibe for this season of Insecure? Uh, I like it. I like the vibe because I feel like it's a it's a good mix of like an old Issa and a new one that I like. Right. I'm also I'm also like I don't know I don't know if I really like the friendship. I guess this is the point of the season, but I don't know if I really like the friendship mix for this season. It's kind of giving me bad vibes. Like I hate the way it's kind of isolating her a little bit and making her, but it does make her step up. Like, hey, I got the right to be who I am, you know, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I do hate that part, except for Kelly. Like, Kelly's always fun and just chilling. But I hate that part of, like, you know, where the fr- where all the friendships are going and everything, especially, you know, with Molly and all that kind of stuff. I know she hasn't been everybody's favorite character, but I kind of like Molly before this one. Yeah, I've, why, what I feel about this season is that it kind of gives you, like, a more realistic view of what happens when you get older. Like, I had a lot yeah, more true, friends. Yeah. I had a lot more friends in my 20s, way more. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like downs I can count it on my hand. And it's not because there's bad blood or anything like yeah. that. It's just you learn to be by yourself and you learn to be your own friend. And you learn that you don't have to be in your best friend's face every day. You can kind of like go a few weeks on your own. Um, True. And it's just, yeah. So people just, people just drift apart. Like I have a best friend my oldest friend ever and I probably talk to her every three months and it's nothing against her and she has nothing against me we just have our lives and we live them so um you know I, I think it's uh definitely they're they're in their 30s at least now at least 30 and yeah um, yeah like a coming of age so I, I'm with it I don't dislike Molly but I don't necessarily like molly she has some traits about her that make she just stank to me so (laughs) (laughs) well she's definitely they're definitely like if i didn't realize it before they definitely have stepped that up in this like i can understand like i I can understand like i won't say specifically because i know we're about to break it down episode by episode but i understand Mm -hmm. the intro of this first episode Mm. when you see some of the stuff because i didn't like i said i didn't notice how stank she was before like she has stank moments i think i just didn't notice it before because now i'm like Wait, what? Why would she say that? You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel this going into the season. Yeah, she's super stinking, super salty. But, but apparently, I, mean, like, I had my sister, I had some friends be like, I ain't never liked Molly. I was like, okay. I guess I, it, I guess it was just me out on the island somewhere by myself. Yeah, we'll definitely get into it, especially when we talk about episode two. She's more of a um, self-saboteur. Um, that's what kind of irritates yeah. me about her. So yeah, I'm starting um, to notice that, yeah. <laughs> so and then Issa's kind of like awkwardly self-sabotaging like it's not I feel like with Issa she just stumbles into it you know it's not intentional yeah. whereas Molly which is, is very not- right right oh, go ahead go ahead now I was gonna say which I which I really love about Issa but yeah like you said on Molly's when it's Molly doing it you like Mm-mm. but Issa it's like you kind of laugh at it and you just kind of pat like okay there go Issa doing something else she don't need you yeah. know but it's just like with Molly it's like now, come on, did you have to phrase it like that? Or did you have to do that? 
Yeah, yeah. Issa's basically awkward and klutzy and stumbles into things, and Molly's kind of like you can you can know Molly's intentionally doing something. Like she she she's like, I know I shouldn't talk like this to this person. I know I shouldn't push these these boundaries, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I'm hoping that it's gonna it's gonna work out for me, but it probably won't. But I'm going to do it anyway. So Molly. Uh, what a, we all have a, a little bit of Molly in ourselves, but Jesus, that's <laughs> true. Sure. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and before we get into it, have you seen how they've been disrespecting Condola and her name? Yeah, yeah. But why is her name Condola though? Let's just talk about like, did they do that on purpose just because they knew people were gonna like go crazy on social media and everything? Because I couldn't figure that out. I was like, why? So funny you it's funny you mention it. Issa Rae recently posted a video explaining why she chose to go with the name Condola, which I mean, no disrespect to anyone named Condola out there, but it's kind of like an older name. Um yeah. and because people don't like her because she's dating Lawrence, they just call her mm-hmm. like come up and uh, who know everything with a C that you can think of? They call her um, Constantine. Come on over. They've just called her everything. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, even basically, yeah, just everything. But basically, one of the writers on the show, um, he's actually the person that does the wind down with Issa. I, f- I forget his name, but when he was dating with a purpose is what Issa called it not just dating just because dating with a purpose dating with intent he wanted Uh to find his version of Claire Huxtable Claire Huxtable is played by Felicia Rashad um Uh so they were thinking of that angle when they were writing for Lawrence this season and who would be his love interest and they thought okay well he would be looking for someone his age so when we think of someone his age we think of condola rashad which is felicia rashad's daughter so that's where the name condola came from oh okay okay which, all right I, mean, I, was wondering, I was like they had to know people was gonna start making especially when they figure out her her part in the story in the plot they, they definitely gonna start making fun of her i mean they were calling her braid i'm in a bunch of insecure groups and they're calling her braid initially and then once this past season <laughs> they've been calling her cinema and all types of names. So just call Condola Condola. She ain't do nothing wrong. Yeah. It's not her fault. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't do Condola like that. Let's put we're gonna call Condola Condola because honestly, I'm not gonna be that creative with coming up with these different names for her. Um her names are her name. Her name is her name. Her mama named her Condola. We're gonna call her Condola. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. So we open up low-key feeling myself episode one of this season with a shot or shots of what looks like the the remains of the ending of the black party i mean i don't know about you but it looked pretty lit to me you know there's there's yeah, donuts. Well, I, had a good time. I had a good time you see there's a music it's my type of black party and then we go to isa on the phone and by the way she's watching the show within the show this season which is called finding little or no looking for latoya Hold on. Was it looking for Latoya? I know they kept calling her Toyota, but uh, yeah, <laughs> looking, yeah, looking for Latoya. Yeah, looking for Latoya. Yeah, yeah, looking for so Latoya. She's, yeah. So she's watching, looking for Latoya. She's on the phone. She's kind of looks like she's kind of taking a breather. Maybe she had a long day because of this black party, and she says, "You know, I honestly, I don't fuck with Molly anymore." And I was and like. I was like Oh my God, what? <laughs> That's what I did at first because I didn't know. Like, I didn't understand. I wasn't fully there with Molly. So that was my reaction. Well, like, maybe it's just me, but I've always felt like Issa and Molly have had this kind of sh- almost like strained, like, on, like, it's it's right on the surface. It hasn't, like, broken just yet, but I always felt like they were heading towards the end of their friendship. So, no, apparently it's not just you. I think it's just me. I didn't because I was like I because I was looking on social media like I said um some family members that watch the show some friends everybody seen I don't know what I was looking and I don't know if too I was confused and maybe they're off camera because I like to look at a lot of their interviews and stuff from like the past right. season. yeah and so maybe really I was close. maybe I was crossing both of them yeah maybe I was crossing both of them but I did not know like because when I saw the opening of this I was like what happened. You know, like, because oh, I wasn't picking the signs, and I was like, ooh, now that I'm getting into the season, I'm like, mm, okay, now I get it. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, maybe there are people like you that are shocked by this uh, by this new development. But I was just like, yeah, I saw that coming. Uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. 
creeped at all. So she's on the phone and we wonder like, what the hell happens? And we kind of realize this is the first time she's used this kind of technique where she's flashing back four months before this event. Um, Mm -hmm. usually we're pretty linear with insecure. This is the first time that the entire season is a flashback. (laughs) So I thought that was pretty cute. I thought it was pretty cool. cool, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So she's like, we just want to know what happened. And it had to be the day of the black party. Molly did something. And based off her behavior throughout this episode, it really doesn't take a genius to guess. She she probably said the wrong thing or just wasn't supportive enough. But we shall see once the season continues. Um, but let's talk about looking for Latoya, the show within the show. So... <laughs> We have homegirl that plays LaVita Jenkins on the uh, Steve Harvey show. She's the host. <laughs> yeah, uh, LaVita. I forgot about that. And yeah, it is LaVita. LaVita Alice Jenkins. Um, mm. And then, did you catch Portia Williams? She was playing. Yeah, Portia getting had a little camera time in there. Yeah, she was playing her sister. And then Ray J actually had the funniest scene to me. Um, where he was like, I didn't kill her. I killed a pussy, though. <laughs> You're just like, what? <laughs> See, I definitely think he's a killer, so I think it's him. I mean, the boyfriend is usually it, but I thought it was hilarious. Um, so anyways, well, we're going to get more into looking for Latoya because I, that's probably one of my favorite parts about Insecure are, is the show within the show. Yeah, and, yeah, um, it's hilarious, yeah. It's always hilarious. Uh, so we flash back four months. So now we're watching Issa. She's in her apartment. She's opened the door. Molly's there. Apparently, at this point, their friendship is still pretty much intact, and they're having self-care Sundays. Uh, so they're doing yoga. They're smoking weed. They're just girl talking. It's called herbal enhancements, okay? It's just yoga with herbal enhancements. Okay, whatever you say. It's legal in California, so they can do what they want. Uh, it's not legal here. <laughs> I, I think, I'm picking because that's how they opened up the episode. I was like, they got to be kidding me. Herbal enhancements, child. <laughs> so I was talking. like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. y'all do what y'all do. It's legal. So, uh, so Issa's just talking about her life. Like, look, I don't have it together, but I'm on the up and up, girl. I got my place. The black party's popping. I'm loving on myself. I don't need a man. I don't have, really have a job, but I am doing it. And you're just like, mm. yeah, girl. You need a hug. She looked like she needed a hug, but then she said it was cool. So we're gonna we're gonna move we're gonna grow with her. Apparently, she's doing fine. Yeah, because it's the thing about the dynamic of their relationship. Molly's the successful fit friend. Molly's the go getter. Molly's the one with all her shit together. And Issa is it's, it's, it's basically, and Issa's like the screw up. Issa's the one that you know at one point had a job she hated, and now she's. I mean, she has a job. She's the super for, for the apartment complex, but it's not what she wants to do. And she's basically like rebuilding her life. Um, and I think a lot of Molly's identity was being that put together friend and Issa being the letdown. So That's it's going to yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see as Issa becomes more of who she should be and becomes more successful, how Molly's going to take that. And like, mm-hmm. honestly, is that a true friend? If you feel some type of way, cause your friends are successful. Like that's the whole point of being a friend, you know? Yeah. So kind of miss that part. That's kind of like the hate when it comes to Molly is that she doesn't sometimes seem genuinely happy for Issa. It's more so like sour grapes. Um, but maybe you didn't catch that up until this point. <laughs> yeah, I didn't because I was like, well, I knew there were some moments where she comes at her and I'm like, what? Like, I don't know if it was last season, but it was a scene um, when Issa was getting her car fixed or something like that. And there was a scene where she kind of like said something about needing some money back or some, or Issa needed her to pay for something. And I felt like the way she said it was very much like, why you never have any money or why do I always have, to, you know, why am I the friend that, had, that has to take care of stuff? And that was like the only thing, but you know, I was still in my little like, Oh Molly, I don't see anything phase. So I just thought it was like a little blip <laughs> on the radar and it was going to go away. But then like, I'm just telling you this season, I'm just like, what is she doing? I don't know. I'm just like, cause the stuff that's coming out of her mouth. I'm just like, why, why are you doing that? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll talk about it. But Molly is never really been my cup of tea, but now she definitely is on my list. So she's like, I don't know if I hate her on like the Keisha from power level, 
But no, 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 no. To me, she would be able to teach you a pad. That's a whole different. <laughs> I, I still don't understand. I still don't understand that. Like you could have gave Keisha like a check, a check like minus or something. You know, you could have gave her something. Mm-mm. I don't know why I didn't like Keisha. Like she really didn't do nothing wrong. Like she's actually she, Keisha was actually a good friend. Keisha was a ride or die for Tasha. I don't think Molly would do for Tasha, for Issa what Keisha did for Tasha. So you know what? I take that back. I apologize, Keisha. You was a real one. Don't know yes, about this. Keisha Hollywood. get a check minus. <laughs> yeah, check minus, not check plus. But anywho, so <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next thing we basically see con con Condoleezza. Condola. See, look at me not put nope, respect on nope, her name. There you go. Condola. Really the rest of the season. Nope, we're done. That's it. So Condola and Issa are having lunch. They're making plans for this mixer. It's basically a way for them to get sponsorship for the Black Party. So they, I mean, they can't exactly fund this themselves. They need investors. So they're talking about it. Um, And Condola mentions this guy. She calls him like the comeback kid. And we as an audience know who, who's, who he is, but Issa does not. So... That's going to be interesting. That actual reveal. Um, but Ooh, I, can I, I go back? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to no, say, can I go to the moment back before that? When um, I like this because I just love the little stuff Issa says that makes you feel mm-hmm. like if you have any kind of like corny, like funny part of yourself, she makes it feel okay. In these in these moments when she complimented her on when Condola complimented Issa on her top, and she was like, "I got it for oh, my grandma, but my grandma died." I was when I tell you I was crack, I was just dying because I was like Issa why like just take the compliment of the cute shirt and she was just going hold it on to the sad story but I just want to bring that up because that had me rolling because I was like only Issa brings us up yeah she awkward um and it's funny now that I'm thinking about it if she got that wardrobe from her grandmother because you remember like season two her, her wardrobe suddenly upgraded oh like, yeah yeah Issa, yeah like if Issa's so broke where she get all these cute clothes for from mm-hmm. but they all looked like kind of retro and so maybe that was all her grandma's clothes when she died and yeah i know what you said probably <laughs> is i don't know i was just like girl why why can't you just be like this is cute i don't know it just makes you think about all your awkward moments you've had in life like when you said something that went too far but she just makes it okay because it's like okay she go put this on the show yeah, I'm going to say this. I can have my moments where I kind of put my foot in my mouth, but I've never been like awkward like that. But it's always funny with people like that because you're just like, but why? <laughs> like, yeah, because she was legit going on and she could have just been like, oh, thank you, girl. I, you know, I like to have this. You know, I like to take care of myself and just live it alone. Like she just really went into this whole story that made you want to cry like, man, your grandma died and left you that. Mm, I would just be like, Mm, okay well she had good taste and just moved right along <laughs> moved right along on that conversation uh, uh, that was funny. but what you what were you gonna say about uh condola and you gonna bring up lawrence or are you gonna say that for later um well i was gonna say she had brought up lawrence in general and i mean she called him the comeback kid she didn't call him by name so Issa at this point doesn't know that condola and lawrence are dating um but, you know, she's smiling at her phone and just that that's kind of a face that Issa didn't have. Like, we never really saw Issa happy with Lawrence. She you knows that we caught mm-hmm. them during that towards the tail end of their relationship when they were struggling. So to see Condola like in her phone smiling and whatnot, you just like, mm, OK, girl, Issa didn't get that treatment. But moving right Show along, did. show mm-hmm. did not. Um, so Molly ends up having a day with Andrew. So it seems like their relationship has blossomed. Uh, Molly was initially very against dating interracially. She's very much like pro-black. Um, she wasn't even open to new things, to be quite honest. He just wasn't her type, even though he was fine. Yeah, um, I was to say, and I think he's good for her. Like she needs somebody like that. Yeah, he he holds her accountable. Um, I'm sad his hair was cut. So very sad. Oh yeah, I didn't um, even pay attention to that. Yep. Dang. It, mm. the, the the glorious man bun was gone. Um, but the actor that plays Andrew stated that he he actually had to cut it for another role. So that's why we got. Oh, I wonder what his other role is. I don't know, but I don't like it. They cut off his hair. He said he's going to grow it back. Um, but it it was 
mm, I'm sorry, Asian Bay. We are so sorry. That that beautiful yeah. mane of hair is, is just gone. Uh, but it's okay. He's still hot. So they're they're flirty though. They're like you can see Molly like loosening up. They're playing. They're bowling. They're flirting. She kisses him in public. You're like, okay, Molly, get your man. But you know, Molly can never just be happy. <laughs> like she can never just be happy. Oh, no, she ain't gonna be no. Nope, absolutely not. So, <laughs> so you know, we we end on their date, and then we kind of see another date, which really isn't a date. It was more like just cheeks clapping. We get introduced to TSA Bay. <laughs> uh, TSA uh, Bay is the like what? But it it was you know shout out to TSA Bay. It was realistic, you know what I'm saying? We've all, I feel like we've all had a dad bod. You know, we've all been with the- No, no, know. no, not exactly his bod, just the fact that Issa continuously, that's her dating life to me, is just like, well, dang, is, are we going to get anything different from her date life? Like, I don't want the ghosting anymore, the random people, she just wants to have somebody. Yeah, that, but TSA, babe, you know, yeah, it was very realistic. It was very realistic. We've all had a dad bod. We've all had, you know, some, some little, little, little pushing, little cushion for the pushing. I've all, we've all been there. <laughs> um, he's just a regular guy. He isn't like gorgeous, uh, but he's, you know, he's medium ugly. I'm saying, you know, he's he's not that bad. To <laughs> I like that. At. Medium ugly. I like that. He's, he's medium ugly, and you know, he gets the job done. Um, he was doing too much though. Uh, she was like, "What was that? Too much momentum?" Like she was like, "Oh, this is too yeah. much momentum." <laughs> Every time they have a scene, I'm just like, "What?" But it's so funny, though. It's so funny. It's funny, and um, I appreciate the fact that he listened to Easter. He switched up positions. You know, what I'm saying he was worried about her needs. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the date, or not date, at the end of the session, he gave her some some honey and some. I was about to say, yep, yep. There you go. Brought gifts courtesy of TSA confiscation. Ow. Yeah, um, I mean, if you gonna work at TSA, that's what I'm talking about. You know, brain the confiscated stuff. Just saying. Exactly. And so I, I just wanted to bring up this up. I like I said, I'm in an insecure discussion group, and mm. Lawrence Hive is like the bane of my existence. And Lawrence Hive is so like so trolly that they they like can't stand Nathan, they can't stand Daniel, but they were praising TSA bad. They're like, yes. Look at him. Because basically, they they blame Issa for everything that happened to Lawrence. Um, and so they're like, yes, yeah, so there's finally, there's a man that what? Issa can actually... Yeah, they don't even get me started. I hate you, Lawrence Hive. Um, so they were basically trying to downplay Daniel, saying he never cared about her, and downplay Nansford, or I'm sorry, Nathan, because he ghosted her. But they were saying that TSA bad cares because he switched positions, and he gave her honey... And I was like, and oh, he wore her out. I said, wore her out? She was fully dressed, chilling on her laptop. She wasn't out of breath. She didn't go to sleep, nothing. How did he wear her yeah, out? She, yeah. Ooh. I, I don't know if they're exactly thinking about the base situation right when it comes to Issa, but you know. They, I guess you got to have the guys you stand for, I guess. I guess. I feel like people that support Lawrence to that level use like King with an A, like Kang. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I just whatever but tsa bay he was funny he was supportive i don't know if he's for isa but he's definitely yeah, in between yeah. situation like someone just you know scratch my itch and get out so yeah shout out yeah, that's to definitely you. that yeah tsa yeah. bay um so next we see isa getting clothes and this is actually i you know what i thought about it the grandma theory i have probably is out the window now because we see what she does she buys clothes she wears them and then she returns them. She recycles the clothes. <laughs> I just like how everybody was like side eye her as she was going to the store. <laughs> the clerk was like, "You have to stop doing this." She's like, "And anyway, thank me for giving my money back and goodbye." <laughs> um, yeah. So I really didn't take away too much from that scene. I felt like it was just more for comedic effect. But do you have any yeah. thoughts on that? They were just talking. <laughs> yeah. I- and I kind of like, and I think I kind of miss those moments from the other season. I think they have mm-hmm. more, I think her and Molly had more of those moments other seasons, which is maybe why I didn't notice what Molly's motivation was up until this point. Right. So, but I really, I don't know. I really like those moments between them though. When it's not, you know, when it doesn't turn awkward, when they're just like, you know, Flowing. talking about the guys or yeah, it's just like an easy flow and it doesn't seem like one is taking a shot at the other one. 
Right. And they're just having fun shopping. And she's like, girl, what you doing? And they just, they're just having a conversation. That makes sense. Um, and like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm more so what stuck in my mind was the fact that Issa recycles clothes, but <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Just I having... thought that was, yeah, that's a good point too. Like, cause you know, if you think about when your budget is tight, it's like, well, what do you do? I don't know. I feel like this, I feel like this show drops you a lot of hints on what to do when your budget is tight. Exactly. Apparently that's what I think about. So I like that. I'll probably get a stain on my clothes, so I can't do that. And I'm surprised Issa didn't get stained on her clothes. But right, she's very clumsy. But I mean, hey, I guess it works out for. Her. Shout out to Issa. Uh, <laughs> so we later see um, Issa and, Con- and Condola and Condola's office. So they're kind of like breaking down the mixer, you know, continuing on the plans, what they should say, their pitches, how they can get people to actually buy into this black party. And there's like this beautiful bouquet of roses. And Issa's like, oh, who's that from? And she's like, oh, the comeback kid. She's like, okay, girl. Now, mind you, we still don't know what's, well, Issa still doesn't know what's Lauren's. When, yep. when did Issa ever get flowers? Uh, maybe he went outside like real quick and pulled one out of the grass and gave it, and you know. Gave it to right. her. You know what I'm saying? Like the for her birthday, he got her a Drake birthday card and you know offered to like rent a movie and stay in the house like bruh but you over here spending money on condola come on yeah people are forgetting lawrence was not and you know it does not condone cheating you know but lawrence was not trying to do nothing he wasn't seeing any kind of motivation so people that are like oh it's Issa's fault I mean I would just blame if you want to blame I would just blame both of them because he wasn't trying to do nothing I mean like come on you gotta be yeah, trying I, to, you know. Yeah, I feel like Issa just yeah. isn't confrontational. So her way yeah. would have been to cheat, even though it doesn't make it right. But I mean, how many mm-hmm. men do that? Uh, talking to you, Chad, who just cheat and call mm-hmm. it a day. But Issa's a villain because she cheated one time on a guy that really didn't care about her. Or at least he didn't act like it. And let's not yeah. act like Lawrence wasn't flirting with Tasha to tell her. You know right, right. Just, Everybody um, forgot about her, yeah. Yeah, like she was, Issa was going out working. Coming back, he's still laying on the couch. It's like, come on now, bro. Come he on, wasn't, He wasn't Mr. Innocent. He getting it together now, but he wasn't Mr. Innocent. Exactly. So we, we don't condone cheating, but yeah. we understand if you do. <laughs> I mean, in Issa's case, I can, I'm just saying, he was like, if you just put your mindset of the fact that like the people that you saying were on his team, um, I forgot you said what their name was. Lauren Hive. Um, yeah, like if you just put yourself in that situation of okay, she she's like you said going out, coming to work, and then she he wasn't even expressing anything to her. He was just sitting right. there like very unmotivated to do anything for her, and so she found somebody else that would. I'm just saying it happened. I mean, like if you just go sit on the couch not paying your girlfriend any attention. I mean, I mean, and then I you mean. figure out, and then when you remember how long I forgot how long they were together too, five years. Like, Right, five I was years. like, I don't even know how she held on for five years. To be honest, if that's how he was always gonna be acting, well, according to Lawrence Hive, the timeline of him being unemployed was about two. But I don't know about you. I'm not gonna come home to no man on my couch for two years. Right, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how she did it for as long as she did, and for him not to, for him not to notice. And maybe I guess it's a very god thing. So maybe it's that's what it is. But for him not to see how that was affecting her, that she goes, she goes out. You still on the couch? You know what I mean? Like for him not to like notice anything, you know, until it really hit him in the face with the cheating and everything it was when he got it. You know, right. by then it was too late. But it was like for him not to notice anything. I'm like. I don't know if I can really support Lawrence as in like the victim, if that's what he, you know, the card he's trying to play these days. Exactly. I mean, because he'll say, well, look, well, Issa cheated. Okay, but what about everything that you've done? Like, it's, right. It's a two way street. This The ending of their relationship wasn't just purely Issa, it was both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Issa soon finds that uh, Lawrence has moved on. Um, yeah. So in walks in Tiffany, Amanda Seals, pregnant as can be, comes in. It was like, oh, girl, hey, who got you them flowers? Lawrence? <laughs> well, I don't even think she says Lawrence. Um, she kind of keeps it to herself uh, because I think she was under the impression that Condola, Condola went on one date with Lawrence. And she didn't know that it had evolved yeah. into somewhat of a romance. And so Tiffany kind of hints that Condola met 
this guy at the baby shower. Well, apparently there wasn't that many single men at the baby shower. So it doesn't take much to for Issa to kind of like figure it out. But Cond- Condola actually says it like, it's Lawrence. And she's like, wait, <laughs> what? What's his name? Lawrence. And she's like, my ex Lawrence? Okay. So it's just it's just awkward. And Tiffany's like, yeah, girl, you know. And she kind of, you know, she sashays away. That's what Tiffany does. She drops a bond and she walks away. Like she Yeah, can- I was like, Tiffany is just not helpful at all. I was just, just like, messy. yeah, that was just that. Yeah, that was not helpful. Just messy, messy as can be. So obviously these girls were getting along. They were they were developing a friendship and a partnership. And now they have this monkey wrench of the fact that Condola's dating Issa's longtime ex boyfriend (laughs) and it's it's awkward like insecure awkward all that good stuff basically the core of the show this is what's happening um so i mean i don't know how she gonna do it that's would you do that would you be able to do that i just can't see myself doing that like being able to work with your exes well (laughs) well actually Issa has to never mind Go, go ahead i'll let you go ahead and do the explanation on that I think considering the fact that they already liked each other, like Condola mm-hmm. and Issa, and they seem to be getting along, then yeah, I could probably, yeah, that's no problem. But I don't think I would go out of my way to work with someone that my ex is currently dating. No. But if I found out about it, I'd be like, eh, it is what it is. I like you. You cute. And I would text my ex like, yeah, I'm working with your girlfriend. We going to be talking yeah. about you. Bye. You know, that's just me. Um, what about you? Yeah, I think if I was in, because I just thought about, I caught myself when I was talking about, I think if I was in Issa's situation, I probably would. The fact that, because she does have some resources that she needs to get the block party off. I think I would have to just stick it out and figure out how to, you know, make it a little, like a little less awkward as it can be. But yeah, like you said, I wouldn't go out of my way to try to do like, to be extra about it. But yeah, I mean, she kind of has no choice but to do what she got to do now because they already in it. Right. So you were looking at it from a business perspective. I was looking at it as they kind of are getting along like and have a lot in common and seem to vibe uh-huh. as friends. And then, yeah, like the cherry on it is that they can also work together. So if I found like a good girlfriend, I'm not going to dump her because my ex is dating her. Um, so oh, I, I guess that's, that's a good point, too. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like, you know, it's not like I knew now. I know now, but that's not going to stop it. So, um, yeah, I could do it. I could definitely see myself doing it. No problem. Ooh, so awkward though, boy. I just crossed my fingers. Ooh, that'll never happen. Lord, that's so awkward. I just feel bad. <laughs> I just cringe every time both of them are in the scene now because it's just so awkward. I mean, I'm nosy though. I feel like it would be juicy. Like, especially if I'm over my ex. Like, I'd be like, oh girl, what he doing? He still got, I was like, did he lose weight? He still got a six pack? <laughs> like, I would just be nosy <laughs> and just make fun of him. I don't know if it would make it awkward for me. I think I would feel awkward because she feels awkward. Like, I wouldn't want her to feel oh, that's awkward. that's true. Me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Me yeah. personally, I would just be cracking jokes. And I'd be like, you want me to hang out with y'all? Can we have like a, can we like just watch Insecure together at the house? Like, I would just make it funny. But... <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Have you insecure night? That'd be funny. Ain't no problem with it. Actually, that has happened to me. Um, I think I don't know me if Leah Leah that was on our Valentine's Day episode. Um, Mm. she and I have hung out with a guy that I used to deal with and that was interested in her. And I don't it wasn't that bad. Like we just watched. TV. It can work. <laughs> it can work. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, moving right along. So, we have the mixer. Um, on the way to the mixer, Molly's in a car with Andrew, and she's all like, "Hey, what are you doing next Friday?" Like, and he's just like, "I got plans." So, I like Andrew. He's just way too cool for her. I like. So I like cool. him. And she was like, "Oh, so you got a date?" And she's like joking. He's just like, "Yeah, I have a date." I thought we were just having fun here and molly's like yeah 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 we was we was having fun yeah and then you could tell molly's whole day Mm -hmm. is ruins why do you just be honest molly be honest she thought she was the only one um and even before that exchange you notice how she was low-key throwing shade at Issa, like Mm -hmm. saying how the event was going to be low rent i'm like yeah you're not (laughs) You can't throw dirt on your friend before you even hit the dough. Like, where's the confidence in your homegirl? This is why yeah, I don't like she, Molly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm start. She's starting to get up there on my list because I'm like, come on now. And then like, what she? Why she giving? I, and then I'm also mad that she giving Andrew a hard time. I'm like, come on now, ease up because you, we know last season now you was having some struggles. She gives everybody a hard time. That's Molly. Let's look at her dating history. Homeboy from the first season that had the one gay experience and then she couldn't uh-huh. do it anymore. Um, who else? Uh, she, when she gave Jadena's character a hard time, it, they were just having fun. Like Molly has, uh, let's not even talk about Dro. Like Molly's always yeah. had just a difficult, complicated <laughs> dating history. And I just wish she would not give Issa advice. Yeah, Issa, I was like, I don't know if you're the right one for this for this job. Yeah, because like at the end of the day, Issa was in a five year relationship and it ended, and she's kind of rebuilding. Molly been all over the daggone place from day one when it comes to her dating exactly. life. Exactly. So yeah. like, can she really, really give her advice? And then gets but, Andrew and try to find a problem. Yeah, tries she tries to find a problem, and that's her problem. Um, so at the mixer, you know, we got a TSA bag. He out there being to Cardi. Uh, you know, hyping him up. He is so hilarious. Hyping out the crowd, everything. Hyping up the crowd, like, woo, this party lit. Uh, we got, uh, <laughs> we got Kelly in there bartending. You know what I'm saying? Kelly's like, ow, giving out too much alcohol. And try, and try to get with Spencer was so funny. <laughs> Trying to smash Spencer. I think he said he would give her five grand. Yeah. Uh, he's he like, like, I don't think that's legal. I don't think you should be doing that. She's like, you should. She, like, she was like, come back and let me know later. I was dying. I love Kelly oh, so like, much. Kelly is a hot mess. Amal is hilarious. Yes. Um, her crazy he, he even DJ. He pressed one button. That's what we found out. He only pressed one button. I like the scene where... um. Her one of her tenants was trying to get into the party, and she's like, "What dress did I wear? Should I show like <laughs> ass or titties?" And my mom's like, "Everybody loves titties." And it's, it's funny because like a mom's gay, but he's like, "Shit, everybody loves titties." And so I was like, "Her baby daddy was gay or something like that." I'm like, <laughs> "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "What's up with your brother?" Issa's like, "You know he's gay, right?" She's like, "Yeah, come on, baby daddy gay." And you're like, "What?" She likes men that oh, don't man. like her. Apparently. I love these tennis. These tennis are my favorite. I just want her to. I just want them to always be Issa's tennis. Like even when she starts balling in life and get her new job, like I just need these tennis to stay. What, what? And I think isn't that lady's son the one that was like, "What y'all doing? Kissing on the mouth and eating tacos, or whatever that line was." <laughs> it was, it was yeah, just... I think it was. Yeah. So all over the place. So you know they're at the mixer and they have you know they have a plan. They're gonna work work the work the crowd, um, get people to buy in. Except there's something awkward now between Condola and Issa, and I think uh-huh. it's low key. And I'm I'm using low key too much, but that's the episode's names. Yeah, if it's, um, if it's yep, if it's but like she's low key killing the vibe. She's bombing. Um, she's she's talking to Cheryl, trying to buy her, and she's doing too much. And Cheryl is uh is kind of like, what? What are you talking about? I'm from Ingle- Inglewood, girl. Like I'm feeling this whole thing. So already Cheryl's feeling it, but Issa is tanking badly. Um, yeah, and Condola. I didn't like Condola in this moment. I would have started calling her names in this moment because it got on my nerves. Because I was just like, come on now, girl, snap out of it. You need to start helping. Because she could tell right. that I was like, well, what is the point of you being there? If you just go to stare awkwardly or just be awkward, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she could have just went on about her way. Cause I'm like, right. you're not helping at all. Right. And I mean, her friends said, like, girl, you, you got to get it together. And eventually she does. She gets the mic. She gives her speech, even though the tenant tries to like take her shine, plays like city girls or something crazy. Um, <laughs> but she basically tells them, like, look, I'm, I want to enrich this community you know we we don't have the best of everything i want to bring culture i want to i know i want all these things and you guys are going to be the people to help me do it and they clap and they buy into it and condola now this is this scene always kind of was controversial because she makes this face it's almost like she knows everything is good either 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 this this is either the two theories on her face because she goes to Lawrence's house directly after this moment. You can see yeah. that either she realizes that her and Issa are going to be okay, and now she feels comfortable being with Lawrence, or she's seeing that Issa is making something of herself in order to make herself feel better, like maybe she's worth it, 
she went to go sleep with Lawrence to reassure herself. Don't know what's interesting. Yeah, I didn't even think about that part. Because previously, Condola had talked to, and I think I might have skipped over it, but Condola had talked to Lawrence, and she figured out that they were together for five years. And so it's kind of, it makes it awkward for her. So she's she's clearly intimidated by this. Um, yeah. Or did she find out episode two? See, I'm getting my episodes mixed up. But she knows that Issa and Lawrence dated. So no, I think you're right. I think she went like right after she found out because she was just, because they were supposed to have like a little date night where they watched the um, Looking for Latoya. Right, right. And she was like, how long have you guys been together? And he's like, five years. And she kind of makes his face like, whoa. So they both have insecurities. I think Lawrence didn't want to date Condola because she was divorced. Apparently he has some type of issue with divorcees and has a marriage on a pedestal, even though he was out there smashing women that he met at the grocery store and getting STDs, but whatever. Um, yeah. You know, we all have our our moral compass. Uh, but yeah, so Condola, I initially read the scene as she felt insecure so she slept with Lawrence to kind of make herself feel like she was worth him um but then Mm -hmm. people were like no I think she did it because she realized that Issa and her were okay and now she feels comfortable sleeping with Lawrence or being with Lawrence because Issa doesn't isn't going to make it awkward so whatever whatever camp you want to be in on that yeah I was kind of I think I'm in between both of those I don't necessarily think it was the first one because because of like later scenes I feel Mm -hmm. like there's still a tinge of awkwardness and I don't know if that's just how it's gonna be but I just feel like it wasn't exactly the first one though okay but I guess but you make an interesting point I didn't I didn't think about the way you had phrased it but you make an interesting point too so I'm I guess I'm in the middle right it could be a little bit of both to be honest um (laughs) so this episode basically wraps up Molly and Issa are cleaning up. Um, Kelly's like, you, so so what you settled on about Spencer? Am, am I still good? And she's like, no, girl, but thank you for helping. Thank you for your support today. Um, so Molly... <laughs> I love Kelly. I love Kelly, Kelly so much. is a mess. So Molly and Issa are talking and Issa tells her like, yeah, Condola's dating Lawrence and Molly's like, girl, you always in some mess. I swear. It's like you like it or something. And I'm like, ah! Yeah, I was like, no, she didn't. Ain't that the problem? I was like, she realized that. Right, and I was like, you realize Condola is helping her put this together, right? Like, are you gonna help if she loses her? Not even that. Weren't you just in a whole three-way relationship with a married man? You want to tell her she likes to be a mess? Girl, don't even yeah, start. With she was me. trying to break up a happy marriage there. Exactly. I mean, it was open, but whatever. She she was in some mess. Um, because I, I just didn't like how she chose to to make that comment then. Like Issa was on a high. Yeah. You know, she just did something amazing. She got sponsors for her this big event, and she's feeling good. And then your friend's like, You always wanna be in some mess. Like, you why you had to be a killjoy? Cause you mad about Andrew? Yeah, and I feel she also, I'm noticing about Molly, she also, like, hits you with that line that's not delivered right, and she doesn't give you a solution. Right. You know, I feel like a good friend can kind of work, can kind of talk out, talk it out with you a little bit, and kind of maybe lead you in the direction of a solution, help right. you with it. It's just like she drops a bomb, and she's like, oh, you should have figured that out. Now go no, go handle that. Exactly. Yeah, definitely was not my cup of tea. And she ends up, um, and I believe they also discussed Andrew a bit. Maybe that's why she was feeling salty, but because she actually was being real shisty towards Andrew at the party. Mm-hmm. Like once she discovered that he was dating other people, she was she separated herself from him. She wasn't talking to him at all. He went home by himself. But I guess she was feeling some type of way. So she texted him and told him, like, look, my bad for tripping. I realize I do have feelings for you. And then you see like the bubbles. Andrew's response. He doesn't respond. You see like the little bubbles like, oh, what are you about to say? So, <laughs> and then um, yeah. then we end the episode on um, Condola and, and Lawrence and reverse cowgirls. So yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that wraps that uh-huh. part of the recap. Um, so next we jump into low key distant and it looks like we are about the halfway mark. So guys, we might not be able to get into low key thankful. Um, we might have to do that next week or the next time we pick up on the insecure series, but we're definitely going to dive deep into low key distant. So this oh, yep. episode 
is where you see the wedge start to get driven between Issa and Molly. Um, so Molly and Andrew, on the opening of this episode, they're on a date. And Molly's talking about her brother, like, oh my God, he's about to claim this baby that isn't his. He's an idiot. And Andrew gets a call. Bad news, bad news. Um, and Molly wants him to open up. And he's like, oh, it's no big deal. It's nothing. You know, we don't have to talk about it. And she's just like, okay. He's like, I want to talk about this cake I'm about to get. And she was like, I'm not sharing my cake with you. Lord, this next scene. I was like, oh, I was not ready. Yeah, I think, yeah. I guess she was lying in, huh? Yeah, she was like, take the cake. Take it all. <laughs> oh. I was like, okay, anime, calm down. And then Andrew, like, smacks her. And the opening, you know, the opening card, Insecure, pops up. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, Asian Bay was getting it. All right. We see you. <laughs> we see you in these streets. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, Lord. So... <laughs> braid condola condolences kool-aid whatever you want to call her oh okay kool-aid i know that was called it okay kool-aid with a c not a k um so they're they're roaming the streets they secured a location a venue for the for the black party and it gets a little awkward because Issa's like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? She's like, oh, I'm going, you know, on a little getaway, the whole Ojai Valley. And Issa's like, oh, that's romantic. Oh. Realize that uh, she's talking about going away with Lawrence. When did Issa and Lawrence ever go away together? But whatever. Um, yep. <laughs> And Condola just puts it out there, like, look, I don't want this to be awkward with Tina's. I like you. You know, you're cool. We work well together. Like, this doesn't have to be a thing, right? And he's just like, yeah, girl, no. I don't like him anyway. He eats mayonnaise with his fries. And, and who eats mayonnaise with their fries, though? I don't know. But Condola was like, yes, girl, isn't it weird? And they bond over that. They bond over talking mess about, you know, a man that they've both been with. Which I have no issues doing with my ex. Like if I ever met someone that dated my ex, I'm like, oh girl, isn't he obnoxious? <laughs> he like he likes rice sugar for breakfast. Like he like he makes rice and adds milk and sugar. It's gross. Anyways, sorry. What? <laughs> well, sorry. That, that would be my that would be my same feelings about mayonnaise and fries. There we go. So I mean, we can you can bond with the woman about talking mess about your ex, and it doesn't have to be that big of a deal. It can be fine. Uh, so the next <laughs> somewhere week, the guy, somewhere the guys are like, no, don't talk about it. No, don't talk about us. We gonna talk about y'all. I don't care what girls say. Where we say we not really talking about you like that. Yes, we are. We are talking yeah. about you. Is they it negative? Want you to feel a little better about it. Yeah. Is is it always negative? No, but we are clowning you, and we're giggling about it. Sorry. Um, I mean, you have to make it like less awkward somehow. I'm just saying, let's be real. Somehow, so um, the next episode is Halloween, and I love their costumes. Tiffany yes, was so up. pretty. It was so cute. Tiffany was just up as Cleopatra. You know what I'm saying? Kelly was Baps in that pleather outfit that she was. Just- yeah, that's the only thing I remember for that movie. <laughs> and she was like stuck on the couch, and she you could just hear the noise of like the plastic rubbing yeah. together. <laughs> she was like, I did not think this through. I did not think this through. Um, you know, Molly was dressed up as a cheerleader from Bring It On. And then uh, Issa was dressed up as homegirl from school days. So I was, the nostalgia was there. <laughs> That's it. I couldn't remember from it. I was like, dang, who is she supposed to be? Yeah, um, I had to, it, took, it took me a second, but I, I figured it out eventually. Um, so Molly ends up telling the girls about her situation with Andrew and how she's feeling like he doesn't really open up to her. She feels like it's just turning into sex and she wants more she's too old for that like she's like i just want more um and kelly and east are like what girl get you some dick like you what is <laughs> they're like yeah they're like what is the problem like what because you know isa on that on that vibe now uh kelly's yeah. always been on that vibe uh-huh. and you know tiffany's really the only one that's like settled in a relationship married with a ba- having a baby so she's like girl you know whatever you gotta do talk to him um and i just thought it was interesting that 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 molly never really brought this up to isa she only she's confiding oh, in the group yeah yeah that's true yep but she didn't it's tell like isa oh her. well isa can't yeah isa can't give me an advice on this right 
Right. So I thought that was interesting. It's like you can start to see that they're withholding from each other, which when you're best of friends, you usually you tell each other everything. So I thought that was interesting. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So then <laughs> this next scene was traumatizing. Um, Issa and TSA Bay are, are going at it. Um, and Issa's like, yes, I've been so stressed <laughs> out. You're knocking it out. Boom, 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 boom. And I will say, that position, you will bust your head in that position. You I was like, that looked very hazardous to her health. That position, he could hurt your neck. You know what I'm saying? You can get, go paralyzed. You never know. He could fall on you. But go ahead, Issa. Try new, try new things. Um, <laughs> and he he thinks he did something. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm great in bed, basically, for lack of a better word. So she's like, yeah. So <laughs> the next scene. She, I guess they realize they lost the condom, so Issa deduces that it's still yeah, inside I was like, her. Oh God! I didn't it's realize still- what happened until she was in the bathroom, and I was like, "Oh, they are not about to do this. They are not about to do this scene." Yep, yep. And Issa ended up, you know, uh, TSA Bay ain't ain't shit because he didn't help her take out the condom. She had to do it herself. Uh, so she's she's uh she's looking in the mirror, uh, handheld mirror, trying to fish out this condom. Um. I was and like, it, Lord, help us. Like, what? And she she tells her mirrors, you know, Issa's known for talking to the mirror, right? Which we didn't really get much of that this season, right. if at all. And this is how they bring it back. This is how they get present the mirror scene. I was like, yeah, are you kidding me? Well, child, she was talking to the mirror, talking about, I'm very disappointed in you. And that kind of falls splat. Right on like, top of oh my god, like mouth was just open, like oh my god, right now because I was excited about a mirror scene, but I didn't know this was a mirror scene I was getting. Well, this is Issa getting back at everybody that complained about the fact that last season they did be. not show any condom use. Um, you know, with Lauren sleeping with the two girls, they had people were literally oh, complaining yeah. about the fact yeah, that Issa yeah. was so it was just that was her way of getting back. Yeah. yeah, that was her way of getting back back at them. Um, well, she got back at us because I was not expecting that. We was we was not prepared. We was not prepared. Um, blue child. I mean, I can't look. Look, I'm a, I'm gonna say this, and I hope this doesn't come back to bite me or anyone judges me. But that has happened to me before. Not the mirror situation, just the condom situation. And Issa, all you have to do is bear down over the toilet. That's all you got to do, sis. That's it. It'll come right out. Um, no, we need to have the mirror scene. You got see, you got to take it from this episode. You got to have a mirror scene going on. No, just relax and let it let it come out of you. You, you don't got to talk to a mirror. Um, and also, this, this tells men out there: please use condoms that are for you, that are your size. Yeah, uh, that's that's probably the main lesson to take from this. Yeah. yeah, don't 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 be out here trying to wear magnums and you ain't a magnum. That's why how 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 you end up with babies. So um, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good, point, good point. See, we can kind of say announcement. See, you know, we've been pretty PG thirteen with our with our podcast, but I mean, if you gonna talk about insecure, yeah, there's no way you say PG thirteen. Yeah, you can't do insecure. It's, it's on HBO. There's really no way I can't not not cuss, not bring up condoms in you know in your lady parts. So we're we're gonna talk about it, guys. We're gonna talk about it. Yeah, well, I'm surprised we made it through uh, Game of Thrones. I'm just saying. Yeah, we kept Game of Thrones pretty um sanitary. We kept it pretty like you know we we. We we actually I like that I like that sanitary that was yeah good. I did a I good job that. with that good yay me not cussing um but look but insecure you just you got you got you got to act up you got to act up yeah it's no way there's like there's there's sex scenes to open it up you got one to close it I mean it is what yeah. it is on insecure it is what it is um so yeah wear condoms that fit guys um so <laughs> yep PSA announcement there you go boom. There you go. So Molly ends up having a date with Andrew. She's trying to be serious. She she's made dinner. You know she wants to stay in. He has he wants to go to a listening party because she's apparently a music exec. Um, but she can't like, make rude though. She got to work on it. He said it was salty. He he said it was salty. He said her gumbo was salty. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, no, it's not. And then she tastes it. She's like, damn, yeah, that's salty. <laughs> and then she go like, oh, we just got to die. I was like, come on now. <laughs> Well, we, hypertension is fine. So um, they have dinner and she tries to like 
probe him, ask him about his family. Apparently, he's really sensitive about his sister. He doesn't want to talk about it. He wants to keep it light. She doesn't want to keep it light. And I don't really know if either one of them is wrong in this scenario. Like, I do think Molly should have the right to know more about Andrew. But I also believe in not pushing people when they don't want to be pushed. It should be organic. It shouldn't be forced. Or you could literally just say, hey, I think we should talk more about you. But in that moment, I'm not going to push somebody. Um, So, yeah, also, I don't think she should have pushed him about that either. It's a difference than like telling somebody something. And then she was like really digging into like, it sounds like it's something serious going on with his family that he didn't want to share exactly like that's a touchy subject you know when someone tells me something like that i just go you know okay well when you're ready to talk about it we can talk about it and i'll switch the subject and we'll talk about something else andrew wasn't feeling it he left (laughs) he was like i gotta go and molly was looking all lonely in her chair with her wine um you know she tries to call isa and uh, isa's at this uh, at another event so she doesn't get to talk to her um so yeah, it was interesting. And I'm not sure if this is throughout the episode, but I forgot to bring up the fact that not only is Molly struggling with Andrew, her co-worker Torian and her aren't really getting along like that. Um, there seems to be some tension from the way she handled a case that they were on last season. So he's not really feeling her at this time. So Molly going through it. We just want to say that. <sighs> yeah, I think she just need to ease up on Andrew. I hope I hope by the time we finish this season, it's not like a really Molly special and she ends up getting rid of him because she just pushed you hard. Right. Yeah, definitely. So um, later on, we see Condola and Lawrence kind of on a date, a nice, cute, you know, lunch date. And they're discussing Issa. Well, not even discussing Issa. Um, he asked for mayonnaise with his french fries and Condola starts laughing. And she's like, oh, my God, me and Issa were just talking about that. And he was like, wait, you guys are talking about me? And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, not I like that. Mom, I thought that mom was so dumb. Why did she tell him that? Why would she tell him <laughs> that? I don't understand. I don't care. I'm like, look, we was talking about you and your gross habit of eating mayonnaise and fries and what? Like, I'm just that person. Um, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I mean, if you that if you that person, that's fine. But she's one of the people that looks like she doesn't want to hurt. You know, like she mm-hmm. kind of like it, it'll make her feel some type of way that he feels bad about that or he doesn't right. like that. So I'm like, why did you even say anything? Like, right. how was he going to know that if you would have just not said anything? Right. And then she even says it like, are you okay with with it like is it cool so he doesn't want to look at the bad guy but with his friends he's like man fuck no i don't feel good about this <laughs> nah. and i like the return of chad the return oh, of chad God. and tiffany him. i never know his name tiffany Sussman. but they were, <laughs> they were talking about um you know they were saying like yo you messed up you can't let your girl talk to your new your ex girl talk to your new girl like and he's like what are you talking about like man you messed up and so like Tiffany's husband's like look every time I break up with a chick I move to a different city and he's like man I miss Dallas (laughs) I was like this guy's a mess yeah I was like that's a lot of work (laughs) and they're talking about Chad's body talking about he built like a box and Chad's just being disrespectful as usual look at all this gluten I was like, really, dude? <laughs> oh, he just, they, I, I like that scene because they were just, you could tell, I don't know if it was improv or not, but it was just funny. It was nice to see Chad back, the guys getting together and just talking shit and just being a hot mess and being like, acting like they knew, like they knew, like they know women, but they really don't. Like, nah, man, you don't, shouldn't do that. Check your woman. You can't let her talk to you like that. Like, shut up. You don't know nothing. Be quiet. Eat your pizza. Shut up, Chad. So, yeah, like he actually told him that the scene too, because I forgot what stupid line he had or something that he was like rambling on. He was just like, "Shut up!" Yeah, shut and up. He, that's what, he built like a box. Like, just eat the pizza. Part. Yeah, just eat the pizza. Just eat the pizza. Chad's a mess. So that that scene was actually really funny to me. Um, so later, oh, and I think uh, wait, wait, Lawrence asked the guys like, "What should I do?" They're like, "Well, you got to let it ride. Nothing you can do now." And he's like, "Well, should I tell Issa to chill?" And they're like, "No, nah, man." Cause she gonna run back and tell Condola, nah, don't do that. That's not a good idea. Nah. Does Lawrence listen? Nope. He pulls up on Issa. Mind you, they've never really been alone like that in a while. He don't know where she lives. Well, he's now at her apartment. 
And he meets her outside and he tells her, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you mind just chilling on talking about me? I just I just want her to kind of form her own opinion about me. And she's like, yeah, cool. And it's awkward, but it's not. Like, they're trying not to be awkward with each other. And, of course, the little boy that lives in the apartment complex is like, what y'all doing? You want some candy bars? They're like, no, forget y'all. I'm going to go find a rabbit. And I was like, this kid is weird. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a weird moment. Weird moment. But, you know what I'm saying? It was nice to see Lawrence and Issa kind of have a scene together because oftentimes they're not in the same place. They're usually talking about each other or just living yeah, their lives. Sure. Yep. So it was nice to see them in a scene together. Um, so, yeah, that was cool. And they actually ended up having a conversation over the phone real quick. I think uh, Issa called him when she was about to go out with Condola. And she almost tried to have a conversation. And he's like, all right, I'm hanging up now. I'm trying to find Yeah, you. he was like, we could just hang up. I was like, why he got to be like so? I was like, I got to be rude like that. The kid. Um, so yeah, just so that's also when Molly called trying to, you know, get some comfort for the fact that Andrew basically left her. So their relationship is a little strained. Um, they ended up going out for self-care Sunday. They take a hike, and you know, Issa just tells her like her and TSA Bay are done. That's not the man for her. He got he has two kids and three on the way. So I guess that kind of situation just kind of scared her, and she's like, mm, this ain't for me. Um, and Molly tells her about what happened with Andrew and it turns out that, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Issa tells her about herself in very much the same way that Molly did last episode, but I don't think Mm -hmm. Issa was trying to be shady in the way that Molly was. It was more so like, girl, like you, aren't you tired? Cause I'm tired for you. Like you're always trying to find something like poke holes in something and nobody wants that and clearly molly's salty because early in the episode um you know she wanted to talk to Issa. they had dinner and Issa ended up inviting condola and just made it awkward so she's like losing her friend in a way her life isn't going the way she wants it she's just feeling salty about herself yeah she looked real jealous at that table i was like just sit down with condola and you know pretend like you happy exactly that's all you have to do so yeah, she goes like, aren't you tired? Because I'm tired for you. And I think Issa, or no, Molly gets a phone call. Ends up being Andrew, who tells her like, hey, you were right. You know what I'm saying? I should open up to you more. Let's, you know, let's talk another time. And you're like, all right. Molly maybe did do the right thing for once. But she doesn't tell Issa. She just kind of brushes it off. But see, I think that's because Issa was getting attacked by Nat, though. Pro- like some kind of bug. Nanny, Issa, so it kind of derailed it. But when she said, well, "You know who was that?" She was like, "Oh, nobody. It was nothing." So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Molly was definitely she's been a little shady there. You know how it is. You know how Molly be rolling these days. Exactly. So I mean, I think we will just leave it there. Um, we can definitely break down Loki Thankful on another episode. But for the f- these last two episodes, I've definitely appreciated the growth that Issa has. Um, yeah. I like the fact that her and Lawrence are somewhat on good terms. So maybe that will be something. And I like the new friendship she has with Condola. Um, what about you? What are your thoughts on on these two episodes? And what do you look forward to with the rest of the episodes? Yeah, I love, um, like you said, I love the way Issa, they're finally changing that about her because, and then I did because I used to like, I didn't like how all the friends would kind of gang up on her either because she was the one that never had everything figured out. Right. It was always like struggling with something. So yeah, I definitely like that change. Um, Let's see what I'm looking forward to. I definitely want to see what happens at this block party for sure because that looked like a hot mess the first episode, opening up the first episode like that. Mm-hmm. I want to know what happened. So, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to see what. And I just like more. I just want more of the one-liners. Yeah. Like, if we could ever get, we probably won't ever get this because they just don't focus on this as much. And hopefully that'll change. But if, if we could ever just get, I want a complete solid Issa Rae and Kelly thing. <laughs> or not Issa Rae, but I guess it's Issa D for the show. But it you know, just like there. a scene where it's like just them, like just talking about something funny, something random, you know, to kind of take a break from everything else. Would be yeah. hilarious to me. Full improv. Full. Yeah, full I think improv. Do It In would have you rolling. Like, if they ever got, like, a full improv episode or something, or just, like, a couple scenes together. Yeah, that'd be like. And I believe, 
um, Natasha Rothwell is developing a show on HBO that she's going to be starring in. So okay, we, dope. That'll be nice. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, so we might get to actually see a taste of that. Um, so guys, let us know your thoughts on these two episodes, uh, low-key distant and low-key feeling myself. Let us oh. know on, oh, the, go ahead. on the Twitters. Oh, you got something? Oh, I was going to say, I did forget to mention because I brought it up in our uh, COVID-19 oh. episode before. Okay. Carrie Washington is directing episode nine. So okay. just be on the lookout for that. So yeah, just in case I forget to mention it later when we talk about it. And just, just we actually also forgot to mention that this season has ten episodes, still a half hour. Issa told y'all she's not playing with y'all. Yep. It's a half hour comedy, but she gave us ten episodes, so look forward to that. Um, and we'll be back with more insecure recaps. Uh, well, you can find us at Twitter at blackgirlnerds.com <laughs> at blackgirlnerds. Our website <laughs> blackgirlnerds.com. I'm so rusty with the podcasting. Just you um, know, just come by both of them. You guys know it's just Black Girl Nerds, all the social media platforms. Yeah, Black Girl Geeks BGM Podcast. Um, yep. What's yours, Ryan? Oh, November Bear on Twitter and at Melanin Mommy two eight one six. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Broadnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify.